morning crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We have Mr. Johnny Crypto, Mario, the Node Defender, and Billy, the Chart Analysis Expert, all joining us on this beautiful Tuesday. Very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how SBI, one of the largest financial institutions in the world, is publicly promoting the use of Ripple's technology. As the CEO states that every bank in Japan will be using XRP by 2025. China is creating a new global reserve currency, excluding the United States and partnering with Russia. Could this be the beginning of the end for the U.S.-dominated financial system? Cardano is leading in the land of developers as the launch of the highly anticipated Vasil Fork is almost underway. We break down why Cardano was originally built to kill Ethereum. Mark Zuckerberg states the metaverse will have billions of users by 2030 as Meta launches a new payment platform focused on Web3 interoperability. Grayscale is heavily convinced a Bitcoin spot ETF will be approved next week. And Ripple's, Ripple's utility and user base continue to expand. As CBDCs are now more prevalent than ever, we show our listeners how the XRPL was built to be the standard industry. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Mr. Johnny Crypto, as you can see, it's a Ripple XRP episode today. But before we dive into that, we're going to kick it to you in paradise. How are you feeling on this Tuesday, my friend? Well, first of all, good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there today. I'm feeling great. Weather's beautiful. I'm missing Mario, and, and obviously, but it, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Obviously, we all have, um, I forgot to tell everybody, we have to reset our watches. I know we all have them set to Jackie's time. I think somebody caught We're going to have to fix that, Ab, so maybe after the episode we'll fix that. But great to see Billy in the house, and uh, good morning to you, fellas. Awesome. We got an amazing episode planned for you guys today. But, Billy, I'm going to kick it to you here. There's so much uncertainty in the market right now. You are the chart analysis expert. Why don't you bring some clarity for our listeners? How are you feeling on this Tuesday, and what's on your mind? What's up, my brother? I miss you guys. Damn it. And, Johnny, I want to be out at that lake at some point in time. I love the pictures of you and Mario out there. That was Let's cool. go. Come on, baby. I love that boat, man. I can't wait to get on it. Uh, Let's go. I'm blessed, man. The market's kind of crazy. We're still at a, a downturn. We've had some volume come in through the week. But like we were talking about uh, before the show, next month is going to be a critical month in the market with everything that's going on. I think it's going to affect crypto as well. So just be patient. We have earnings coming up. The CPI report's coming up next week. That's going to tell us what inflation number really is. Um, and then also uh, they're talking about raising interest rates another 50 to 75 points. So this is all part of the plan. This is something that we knew that they were going to do. They're going to they can't raise those interest points like they need to that fast or they'll crash it. So they got to come in a little bit at a time. So doing the same thing we've been doing man. just dollar cost average again. We don't know where the bottoms of these are going to be in crypto or the stock. So even in the stock market, I'm looking at dollar cost averaging in just because there is such craziness out there. Um, yeah. That's it, man. Other than that, the market's doing what the market does. And still, still in a shitty market, I'm bringing bread home every day, bro. Every <laughs> 100%, Billy. Thank you so much. And I'm excited for this episode for that exact reason. With so much uncertainty in the market, we're going to show people why right now there's more development going on than there's ever been before. Whether you're a Cardano maximalist, an XRP maximalist, or a Bitcoin maximalist, this market's just getting started. But we're going to kick it to the node defender here. Mario, what's on your mind this morning? And thank you for joining us today. 
Appreciate that, Avs. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the, the market is doing good morning, everybody, first of all. And uh, yeah, just the market is doing what it does, like Billy said. You know, we all this stuff that's happening, we saw it coming. We knew it was going to come at some point. We knew that inflation was going to hit us hard. We knew that quantitative tightening was going to have to start happening. So nothing, none of it is a surprise. Did we want it? I don't think nobody wanted it because we wanted the prices to continue going up to oblivion. But unfortunately, that's um, that's just something we have to deal with it right now. So at this time, dollar cost averaging in is, is the best thing I can recommend. Exactly, Mario. Billionaires are built in a bear market and we're being given a great opportunity to start building our portfolios from the ground up. Whether you're a maximalist or you're just believing in this stuff for the long term, it's a very exciting time to be getting involved in this market. And we're going to break that down today, but we'll start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. At 3TGM Crypto on Twitter, we go live on Monday, we go live on Thursday. One of the best channels on Twitter, and somebody needs to block that man in the live chat. But we're going to continue with our Fear and Greed Index this morning. Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is sitting in extreme fear at a 10. Not much to address here, Johnny Crypto, but I do want to hear from you after the total market cap. We are sitting at 200, sorry, we are sitting at $937 billion in total market cap this morning. Bitcoin sitting at 42% dominance, Ethereum nearly 16%. Bitcoin is sitting at $20,700 this morning. Ethereum just above $1,200. XRP, $0.34. Cents. Cardano, $0.48. Cents. Kronos, $0.12. Cents. Stellar, $0.12. Cents. And Hedera Hashgraph is just below $0.07 cents this morning. I'd love to hear from you, Johnny Crypto. What's on your mind and how do you feel about the market today? You know, um, I mean, I, I feel like I've been saying all along that this market's going to keep going sideways or slightly down to July. I think we'll bottom out then. Um, but when I think about the market and kind of positioning, what I'm trying to do is, you know, kind of average in and load the bags up. You know, this question comes up all the time and I love interacting with you guys. So, you know, how much XRP is needed to be a millionaire and this kind of a thing. Guys, you know, and just to answer this guy's question, none of us have the answer to that. Right. So we're going to lie to you if we tell you the truth. But in my opinion, I'm kind of counting on XRP to be around 10 bucks. That's kind of the plan I'm doing abs. And, uh, so if you want a million, if you want to be a millionaire, I think I think, and this is just my opinion, and I could be 100 percent wrong. I think you need about 100k XRP. I think a 10 dollar price is probably reasonable. I'm not one of these guys that thinks we're going to 589 or a thousand or 10,000. Um, if it happens, great. We'll all be multi multi millionaires, and you all have lake houses. Um, but but I, I I you know me, I'm a very conservative risk uh, type assessment, and the, and I believe that a 10 dollar price is probably very reasonable. So if you want to be a millionaire, in my opinion, not financial advice, but not financial advice, I think you need about 100K XRP. Guys, we got 160 live listeners out there. Show us the love and smash that like button. And Johnny Crypto's out here breaking hearts, telling our listeners we're not going to see 589 XRP. Billy, why don't you address this breaking news? Bro, that hurt my feelings. Like, I felt my, my stomach going to my cankles when he, when he said that. Like, how dare you, Johnny? How dare you? No, I, I totally agree 100%. I, I, I see a $10 XRP. Uh, the rest of it, 10,000, of course, I want to sit on an island with my team and, you know, do all the things that we're going to do. But that's going to take time and nobody knows for sure. But just doing TA and understanding the project, I 100 percent agree with Johnny. 100,000 coins if you want to be a millionaire and, and $10 is where we're going to settle for a little while once it's all done. Thanks, Billy. And I think it's only fitting. We are going to get to our XRP article, but I do want to start off with some more prevalent news. It's not directly crypto related, but Johnny Crypto sent this to me last night. We're going to let this thing play. Here we go. China is building a yuan currency reserve to compete with the U.S. dollar and prop up other economies, economies that are facing volatility. 
So the People's Bank of China is building a yuan reserve with five other nations in collaboration with the Bank of International Settlements. When in need of liquidity, participating central banks would not only be able to draw on other contributions, but would also gain access to additional funding through collateralized liquidity window. Basically, what this is saying is they're going to start pushing this new global reserve currency as an alternative to not only SWIFT, but an alternative to the U.S. dollar. Russia and China have been attempting have been attempting to develop a new global reserve currency with other BRICS nations, said Russian President Vladimir Putin last week. And the basket of currencies would present a alternative to the U.S. denominated U.S. dominated international monetary system and include contributions from Brazil, Russia, China, and South Africa. This is one of the things that we talked about when we saw the sanctions happen against Russia a few months ago. We knew that there would be a response. We just weren't sure how long it was going to take Johnny Crypto, but I do want to hear from you. This, to me, is the first time I've seen real development when it comes to an alternative for the U.S. dollar. What does this say to you about some of the nations that are competing to take down the U.S.-dominated system? Well, there's times when we're right and there's times when we're wrong. This is one of the times that I wanted to be wrong, but we're not. We've been telling you guys on this show that the whole war was created to be able to kind of shift us, you know, have an excuse to shift us off the system into a new system. We've been telling you about an ESDR, which is a basket, a basket of currencies that will replace the U.S. dollar as the next world reserve currency. Abs, you've been saying it, too. And I think what you're seeing is the beginnings of it. Now, it doesn't feel like that yet because it's too early in the news and it hasn't had a huge impact yet. But you're seeing the puzzle come together. You're seeing the, the, the chess pieces being moved on the chessboard. And we're moving towards the they're getting the pieces in place to eventually remove the dollar as a U.S. World Reserve currency. And that's going to have a heavy, 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 nasty impact on anybody who lives in the United States. Your, your quality of life is going to go down. Inflation is going to go through the roof. It's going to be ugly. And this is these are the pieces moving in place to, to start that process, in, in my opinion. So China's reserves have actually grown during this massive recession that the entire world has been taking and undergoing. They're actually up $80 billion on the reserves, reaching $3.13 trillion, And the U.S. dollar has hit a 20-year high in value in recent weeks. Billy, what does this indicate to you? And how do you feel about more and more countries moving away from the U.S. dollar and into some of these other currencies? Uh, it's, it's, it's good and bad. As long as sort of like what we talk about, you know, you got to know how the game's being played so we can understand what's happening. Cause shit's going to get scary for a little while. When, when all this happens and the dollar finally does, you know, go away, it's going to, we're not going to be the top dog anymore. Like we're going to be down the pecking order. So you got to look at what's happening in real world events. And I'm not going to spew some stuff on here and, you know, just get a negative, but you got to look at what's going on in the world what they're really doing, the wealth transfer that has really happened in the world with all the the psychological games that they're playing with everybody. Um, the dollar is going to go away. We've said it for a long time. It's just a matter of when. And like right now, the only reason it hasn't went is because they continue to print money. Like That's the only reason it hasn't gone yet. Uh, and when it does go, <clears throat> it's going to get nasty. And you just have to embrace the suck. Like it, things happen in life. We're going to get through it together. As long as we stay together as a team, we we understand what's going on. We, we transfer information back and forth of what's going on in the world. That way we can stay educated. We're not in the dark and we can make decisions together. Um, we can't stop what's coming. What's coming is what's coming. There's nothing that we can do about it. All you can do now is be educated and prepared. 
don't trip out. Don't flip out. Don't get scared. Just get prepared, man. You're already in the first place you need to be, which is here. Now get more in tune and figure out what's going on in the world and, and be real with yourself and understand that this is some real world shit that's happening. You know, we're not we're not making any of this up. Like you can go do all the information yourself. And the reason we don't trip, man, is I got shit ready. My bags are good. My gold's good. My crypto's good. I got food. I got water. I got a team. I got like, I'm good, bro. That's why I'm not out here tripping. So, hey, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's what it is. Just be prepared. My bad. I went off on a whole tangent. Hey, Billy, Billy, you just created a new t shirt. Don't get scared. Get prepared. I love cool, that. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, I like that. Holy shit, I love that. We got to talk to Coach. We need, we need to make that one too. That's but, awesome. Um, I do want to hear from Mario really quick, Johnny, because everyone has been talking about the collapse of the U.S. dollar for years and years and years, and now the U.S. dollar is actually more highly valued than it's been over the past two decades. So at what point do you think we're going to shift away from the dollar being so dominant and into some of these other currencies? I do think we're going into a period of stagflation. I think inflation is going to be here for quite a while. So many of the assets that we're holding today are going to appreciate in value. Could be a good thing for investors like us, but it's going to hurt the everyday person. What catches your attention here, Mario? Yeah, I don't know exactly what the time frame will be, but honestly, it could come it could come sooner rather than later. Uh, just things are moving at a pace that um, it really tells me that we could start to see these things come sooner than than most of us expected. Um, the whole thing with with what's happening with Russia and and Ukraine it, it's it's all planned in my opinion. It's all part of of a mass plan to get us to move in this direction. Everything that's been happening over the last couple of years, not to mention, you know, the rest of the rest of history, it's been created to move us in a certain direction that they want us to move towards. Um, everything from being here, more digital, working from home. Um, everything is about putting us in a position where they want us to be. And, and this is just another move in my opinion. Yes, thank you, Mario. And we're going to hop into our next news article for today, which is actually a breaking tweet that we have just found just in. According to Coindesk Korea, Donquo's Terraform Labs has $3.6 billion in U.S. Terra and U.S. Tether reserves that may have been used for manipulation and money laundering. Johnny Crypto, I'd love to hear your comments. Why is it that every single time there's a rumor about Terra, not only Tether, it's not only negative, but it appears that the wrong players are using this for the wrong reasons. We talk about the inevitable collapse. We really need to see what's happening behind the scenes. Is the value even there? And then we can get into the manipulation that's going on. But what does this say to you, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, we know that there are bad actors in this space. There's bad actors in the stock market. There's bad actors in the real estate market. And there's bad actors here, too. And you're never going to get rid of them. They're always going to be there. And this guy's a crook, snake, lion, rat, weasel. And he really needs to go to jail, but he won't because he's connected. I mean, these guys have connections, Abs, and they can get away with do everything. You know, Coach says this all the time. Problem, reaction, solution. Guys, that's all you're witnessing. It's another thing that the that the big boys set up. They cause a problem, bring, create a reaction, and then the solution, right? In this case, bring in regulation. So there's always going to be that piece of it, you know, and I'm just going back to one step as we talked about kind of the end of the dollar coach has been saying that for a while now that the dollar is going to get replaced. Cash is trash. What can you do about it? Well, you know, some of the things you can do obviously is invest in cryptocurrency, the rails. The other thing you can also do is gold and silver. Again, not financial advice, but not financial advisors. You guys need to do it yourself, but gold is one of the, the true ways to preserve your capital historically over time. So, guys, if you're, you know, as Billy says, at the, we're going to say that at the end of the day, don't get scared. Get prepared. Maybe get some gold. Maybe get some silver. Maybe get some crypto. 
you know, and get out. Of, I, me personally, I'm just saying that's what I'm doing. And I'm getting out of cash. Actually, I want to even get some wand to be honest with you. I got to go to New York and go buy some. So anyway, just uh, some 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 uh, potential ideas there. But do your own research. We're not financial advisors. This is not financial advice. I want to go to Billy here because, Billy, you saw Johnny Crypto had to put his own twist on that phrase. He threw at the end of the day in there just to get his own brand in. I freaking love it, Johnny. But I want to go to Billy here. Are you trusting what USDT is doing? How are these things allowed to operate without disclosing what they're holding to give themselves value? Why don't you comment on that? And then we're going to get into our Ripple XRP articles for today where we show our listeners exactly why every single bank in Japan is going to be using Ripple's technology by 2025. Bro, I don't trust none of them. Not a one of them. That's why I don't hold anything long-term. I've gotten out as much of my 401k that I can to get as liquid as I can. That way when this market does really go, I can get back into it. But I'm, I'm with Johnny, man. I hold a lot of gold. I hold a lot of silver. Um, I like the tangibles. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I just don't trust any of them. So I like to I like to have that physical in my hand. Uh, and when I buy gold, I buy pre-1933 just in case they try to, you know, take the gold like they did last time. I have an amount of gold. That way, if something happens, I can buy assets with it. My silver I have just in case if everything goes to shit and I need to barter with people, I can barter back and forth to get that done. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't believe any of that anymore. You don't know what to trust, who to trust. Everyone's bought in my opinion until you're not bought with this. So I'm kind of just setting back, letting the case play out and seeing what it's going to do to see what else is going to happen. Um, but yeah, I'm not, if it's not ISO 20,022 and it's not gold and silver, I'm not missing. I don't hold anything in the stock market. Understand nothing. I get out daily of the stock market because like Johnny said, there, there's, there's rat weasel sons of mothers in there, just like there is in the crypto space, man. They're more prevalent in the stock market and they get away with it a lot easier. And that's what blockchain is going to kill, too, is because when they start doing that shit, you're going to see everything they do, every move they make, and it's going to kill it. So, Billy, we call them lion snake rat weasels. And by the right. way, there's another shirt. <laughs> they, oh, absolutely. Everybody's been asking for it. We need to figure it out. There's two things I like to hold. One, I can't in my hands. One, I can't say on the air. And two, it's gold and silver, physical gold and silver in your hands. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Johnny Crypto. It is too early for those conversations, but we got 243 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. We are about to dive into our XRP news for today, but we have a comment from Chris H here that says, Anonymous is going after Don Quone, and they'll deal with it, LOL. I totally agree. We actually pulled up that video. We weren't sure if it was appropriate because we weren't sure if Anonymous is mainstream enough for a lot of our listeners. If you guys do want us to play that clip at the end of the episode, make sure you comment down below. But we're going to hop into our XRP news for today, which is changing the game. SBI CEO says that every bank in Japan will be using XRP by 2025. SBI has planned to have SBI has planned to have a few banks in Japan utilize the token by 2025. The Strategic Business Innovator Group is one of the biggest financial service teams in the world. February, SBI said that it would go live in March, meaning that they would allow verified members to purchase the XRP token as well as other tokens with the Japanese yen. The use of XRAPID using XRP is getting widespread, said the CEO. The number of companies participating in RippleNet is also increasing substantially. It seems that in times of Ripple's technology will gradually become used in the form of XRP as the international money transfer field, we believe that the firm will see real demand, and that real demand is going to come from the innovation happening at Ripple. There's a ton of quotes I'd love for our team to address here, but I do want to hear from Johnny Crypto first. Having one of the largest financial institutions on the planet 
advocating for Ripple XRP and using the currency for on-demand liquidity, well, that's the first step in the rest of our lives, right? We always talk about central bank digital currencies, but when banks are using XRP to transfer money between one another, well, that's going to be a huge reason for price appreciation. What does this article say to you, Johnny? So here's what it says to me. When you read articles like this, it's very, very easy if you're an XRP holder to want to get super excited and get extremely bullish on this. But here's how I look at it. So you guys know I think differently, right? I don't get excited about an article like this. SBI is one of the biggest proponents of XRP. They love XRP. Japan loves XRP. I, I expect growth and big news in Japan. Now, where I would get excited, me personally, is if this article was coming out of a company in the United States. If there was a U.S. company saying this kind of thing or somebody connected to the World Economic Forum or some countries outside of the players that love XRP or Ripple, then you would see me. I, I go, I'll do a, I'll do a cold spot, jump off this deck right into the water, do monkey flips, and I'd be super excited. This news doesn't get me excited because I know Japan loves XRP. I know they're going to continue to push it. And so, you know, I don't mean to be a downer here, but to me, yes, my opinion, it doesn't it doesn't do much for me because I think this kind of news is already built into the into the XRP uh, price. No, Defender, I'd love to go to you here because what gets me excited is they're betting on Ripple continuing to bring larger and larger players into this ecosystem, right? So regardless of the XRP lawsuit that's going on within our borders, the UAE, Japan, Singapore, all these different nations and countries well, they're getting involved in the Ripple XRP ecosystem, and that's going to only continue to add value. One of the quotes I want to read again is that it seems that the use of Ripple's technology will gradually become used in the form of using XRP in the international money transfer field. That means that they're planning on these banks not only converting U.S. dollars and other currencies into XRP, transferring it, and then getting rid of it. It's very exciting. Mario, what catches your attention? Yeah, it's no doubt that XRP and continues to be an exciting project to invest in because of all these ties that they have with the banks. SBI, we've known for a long time, just like Johnny said, it's really no surprise. We've known for a long time they've been a very big proponent of XRP. They love XRP. They adopt XRP. They help with the adoption of XRP. And, and actually, a lot of Asia loves XRP. It's not just S it's not just Japan. A lot of Asia actually utilizes the uh, the Ripple's technology in order to facilitate facilitate transfers. It's it really is just a, a factor of I don't think that we're going to see anything come out. Of, and to talk about a, a little bit about price action, I don't think we're going to we're going to see anything happen until there's some kind of resolution from 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 the SEC case. Until we get something out of the SEC case, that's when we'll see some sort of price price action come from XRP. I think that the news coming out right now really aren't enough to really create a hype within retail investors. Not only crypto is going through a bear market, so the hype is really hard to, to obtain for any crypto. Um, but I really think that the catalyst for, for the price action of XRP is going to have to come out of uh, an SEC, some kind of some kind of ruling from the SEC versus Ripple case. Mario, what gets me excited, I mean, Billy, what gets me excited here is that this is just in time for the Osaka Expo. So what that is, is SBI's goal is to achieve Japan's use of the XRP token in just six years for the Osaka Expo. The next World Cup Expo will take place in Osaka on the 3rd of May in 2025 through the 3rd of November in 2025. And the theme of the Expo is going to be Design the Future Society of Our Lives. And so SBI wants this to be centered around XRP very foreshadowing here, but the CEO also said that they protracted crypto, they projected a crypto market slump 
not to be the end of the industry, but to be the beginning of innovation. And it's worked intensively to foster the adoption of XRP among financial institutions, even during these hard times, Billy. What does it say to you that by the time this uh, expo rolls around in 2025 and the theme is going to be about our future, well, XRP, that's going to be on center stage? I think it will. I think it has to. It's, it, In my opinion, it's, it's, it's the one. Um, this is my opinion and my opinion only. Let's make that clear. Um, this doesn't get me excited until we get all the other shit out of the way with the SEC and everything like that. Um, it's just it's just something else that piles on top of it. Yes, it's good news and it's a good catalyst, but it's not going to do anything to do price action that, that we needed. Everybody loves XRP. Like if you sit down and you're real with yourself and you've ever had to run business or transfer, you know, sums of money somewhere or get sums of money somewhere. You love XRP. You have to. You can't lie to yourself and say you don't. Either that or you just, I don't know what you're doing. You're working at the SEC. So like I was saying in the comments, everybody loves XRP except the SEC. Like it just, it makes sense all the way around. Um, with it being on stage, I, I think 2025, we're going to see some crazy price action. Now, 2025, around that time, we will definitely be way away from $10. Um, I, I'm not going to say I'm. I hope it's 589 at some point in time. Like, I'm not going to crush dreams like Johnny likes to do out here. Uh, but yes, I, I do like the press release, but it's something that I've come to, I've just come to terms with with XRP. We have a, a different relationship. I love you. I'm going to spend all my money on you, but I'm not going to talk to you very much. I don't want to hear the bullshit that you're bringing home because you're not changing the news. I know and I believe in you. Like, I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm not going to cheat on you. I'm not going to take any other coins out to dinner. I'm, I'm here for, I'm real ride or die investor, bro. But I need you to get through your bullshit at court. And once you get through that, then, you know, me and you can go on vacation. We can go get a boat and hang out with Johnny and Mario. Go get a tan with Mario in Florida. I mean, with abs in Florida. So, yeah, it's exciting. I think XRP is definitely the one. We just have to get through the bullshit. And what people have to understand, too, is in order to crash something, let me get in my camera. In order to crash something, it has to come down. In order to transfer that money over, the new thing has to be at the bottom too, because a lot of people aren't going to buy in at the top and then wait for it to come. But it's all in the plan, guys. It's all in the plan. But yes, I'm very loyal to XRP. She's a bad bitch. Hey, uh, XRP. Oh, go ahead, Mario. Sorry, Abs. I was just going to ask Billy a very serious question. You said that you love XRP, but you don't want to deal with all the bullshit, but you're going to hold XRP. You're going to be loyal. So what mm -hmm. happens when XRP pumps? Are you going to dump XRP? Are you going to dump her? Oh, no, I ain't going to dump her. I'm just, I'm going to take her out shopping and she's going to spoil me a little bit, bro. There you go. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to take some profits. I'm taking some profits, but I'm here for the long haul. So I have a certain amount that I'm going to take, but I'm here to the end just to see, do we get those Bitcoin numbers? Like, Am I hearing an exit plan? Are you talking about an exit yeah, plan, Billy? Yes, bro. I got an exit plan for everything. If you're not planning, if you, if you're in something and you don't have a plan to get out, you shouldn't even be in the damn thing. You got to know how to get in and get out. That's how we make moves. If you don't have a plan, man, you're going to get wrecked out here. Billy, you're spot on, Billy. And I want to kick it to Mario here because I want to address some quotes where he criticizes Bitcoin and says that Bitcoin has no value. It might be a good time to actually hear from Johnny Crypto, but I want to read this quote here. It says, there's basically no value for Bitcoin. The fact that altcoins are going to be used more and in a more practical use, it's not easy when it comes to the price. So I think that XRP in the crypto world is probably the number one crypto asset. Why don't we start off with Johnny Crypto and then hear from the Node Defender. Floor is yours, Johnny. That's an asinine comment. It's just foolish. To say 
that Bitcoin has no value. And we're not Bitcoin macros by far in the show. But to say it has no value it means you're ignoring what's going on in the world today. It's sitting at 20 something thousand dollars because people believe it has value. Now, if you want to say it has no utility, it doesn't really solve a real world problem, something like that. Okay. You know, I can, I can buy into the fact that you may argue that there's no you know real world solve other than the fact that it's maybe like digital gold, right? A store of value. So I think it does have a, it does have value as digital gold. Um, but in terms of utility, yeah, okay, I would argue that it's not the best way. It's probably not the it's definitely not the most efficient way if you wanted to use it as a currency. We all know how long it takes to, to complete a transfer. We know how limited it is. We know the cost of it. It's very expensive. So it definitely doesn't have a real-world utility solve. But to say it has no value, completely asinine comment. It, it, it makes you – this whole comment you almost have to ignore because he's retarded. Well, I don't know if he's retarded because he is the CEO of SBI, which is one of the largest financial institutions in the world. But maybe he needs to get more educated in this space. We are All definitely right. not Bitcoin. Right. Not- he's oh, biased. Let me rephrase. He's biased. He's extremely biased because he loves XRP, and I get it. But it's just, yeah, he's biased. Sorry. Let me, let me rephrase it. You're spot on, and I think he's biased for good reason, right? Not only does he understand what Ripple XRP is doing in the short term, well, he understands the long-term vision about XRP being used as liquidity between banks. Mario, I'd love to hear from you. Does Bitcoin have value, and what are your thoughts on XRP? In my opinion, it's the number one crypto asset. Yeah, I think, look, at the end of the day, this is the, not to take the, the, the brand out of Johnny Crypto, but it's just somebody's opinion. This is just somebody's opinion. He. We have people like Michael Saylor that are all for Bitcoin, and we have this guy that's all for XRP. It's just their opinion. It doesn't take away any of the other fundamentals. Like, for example, I could say that I like Lamborghinis better than I like Ferraris. It doesn't take the beauty out of the Ferrari. It doesn't take, it doesn't give more credit to the Lamborghini. It's just my opinion. So I could like XRP more. Do I think XRP has a utility that Bitcoin doesn't have? Absolutely. You can transfer millions, millions worth of XRP and pay cents. You can't do the same for Bitcoin. So, but do I think Bitcoin has the potential to be a um, a store of value? Absolutely, not with this volatility. But eventually, when, once we start having less volatility in this asset space, I think it could really, it could really be uh, the gold, the digital gold of uh, of the future. And what we're showing now is a tweet from one of our great listeners out there, Jeremiah. Shout out to you, the World Economic Forum Toolkit. In 2020, mentions XRP as a wholesale CBDC. I am going to zoom in on this graphic here because I think it's so important to know the most relevant cryptocurrencies for wholesale CBDCs. There's only two currencies on here. JP Morgan coin, which is not offered to the general public, and XRP, which people like me and you have the opportunity to buy even during this lawsuit. Billy, I'd love to hear from you. In 2020, XRP was considered the most prevalent for central bank digital currencies. Of course, this was before the lawsuit. But what this indicates to me is that they know the game and they see what's being built out behind the scenes. Regardless of the lawsuit right now, there's more fundamental utility being built on the XRPL than ever before. And the World Economic Forum is aware of that. What does this say to you? I mean, just like they keep telling us. Like they, they're telling us. I don't know how much more documentation we need, how much more Garland House has to show up at different conferences. How many more players need to sign into the game? How much cash they have on hand during the lawsuit? Like, I don't know how much more evidence you need to to tell you what they're doing behind the scenes without telling you. Like, we've been bringing this information forever. Coach has been bringing it forever. Like, they just keep signing partners. They keep, we keep finding information. It's just, it's insane, bro. It's insane. 
and just Johnny. give more clarity and more confidence into what I'm buying and why I'm buying it. Exactly. And what gets me a little bit, uh, it catches my attention. I almost said it got me concerned is the fact that the JPM coin, while it's not offered to the general public, yet XRP is, why? And they, we continually come back to this question. If XRP is going to be what it is, why are they even allowing people like us to get exposure to such an amazing asset? Johnny, I'd love to hear from you. But yeah, that has always been my biggest concern when I started learning and researching XRP. I've seen this document. They've talked about it. It's an old document now. If this is the one I'm thinking it is back in 2020. Um, it gave examples. And the reality is the, the elites are not going to let us have control. I don't think of it. That's why I've always wanted to figure out how do we get our hands on the JP Morgan coin, which I think is now called the quorum coin. And I know it's connected to consensus. So I don't think we can. Uh, it's yet to be determined. But what I what I have convinced myself of, Abs, is I believe now that the J.P. Morgan coin will probably be the coin that runs the U.S., but I think XRP will be used throughout the rest of the world. I think these coins are going to coexist. I don't think there's going to be Lord of the Rings. I don't think there's going to be one ring to rule it all just yet. But if it is, I would probably tend to believe it'd be more of the J.P. Morgan coin than XRP. I know nobody's going to like that, but you know me. I'm not going to bullshit you. We're just going to speak what we believe. But I do believe XRP, the JP Morgan coin, isn't going to rule everywhere. I think it's going to be, and Coach does this all the time, the ISO coins are going to all coexist. Look at the chart that Coach has put out many, many times. It's got JP Morgan coin on there. It's got ISO. It's, uh, I mean, uh, IOTA. It's got ALGO. It's got XRP, XLM, XDC. All of these are in there. And so I do believe at the end of the day, Abs, that we're going to find that these things are going to coexist. Thank you, Johnny. And I think it's inevitable that we move into an environment where all of these things, they have a platform and a, and a way to be utilized for what they're actually built for. But we're going to show our listeners something very, very important next. If you guys are enjoying this content, we got over 260 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. Let the algorithm pump this video out to as many listeners as possible. We are going to show you guys a very important video from Brad Garlinghouse here talking about the fact that if XRP is in fact an unregistered security, well, the SEC approved it to be sold on Coinbase. We're going to hear from Brad Garlinghouse. I can get some comments from the group. Here we go. Coinbase went public, which really wasn't that long ago. Coinbase was trading XRP. They enabled consumers and businesses, whatever, to trade XRP. The SEC had to approve their S1 such that Coinbase could go public. The SEC now seems to take the position when they sued us that, hey, XRP is a security and always has been, but they approved Coinbase going public, even though Coinbase is not a registered broker dealer. So there's some contradictions here of the SEC almost not within its own organization, knowing left hand, right hand. And that's exactly what we talk about on our channel every single day, Johnny Crypto. I'm not even going to comment. The floor is yours, Johnny. I, I love Brad because he calls out these snake weasels, right? So you're telling me on one hand that XRP is a security, but then the SEC is saying, but it's okay for Coinbase to sell securities while they're registered. No, don't work that way. You can't do that. If you're selling securities, you have to be registered to sell securities. So if you're calling XRP a security, that means you're calling all the coins a security, but then you're letting them sell these coins without being registered to sell securities. I mean, it's the, he said, it's the hypocrisy at the highest level. Hypocrisy is off the charts by the SEC. But Brad is so right. I love this guy. Billy, what's so disappointing is the fact that I'm not even surprised at this point, but I do want to hear from you. What do you have to say about what the SEC is doing here? And the fact that a lot of these exchanges, well, if the SEC wants to, 
they can go back and retrospectively sue them for selling unregistered securities, even though they were given no guidance. The floor is yours, Billy. Bro, it just matches the rest of the world and everything that's going on within our world and societal conditions. Is the hypocrisy of people is just astounding at times. Like we have email, we have Hinman's emails, we have everything you know that they were doing in the past. Like Johnny was saying, but yet you can't sell a security, but yet you had to give them the license to do. It. It's like, come on, guys, like make it make sense. That's all I. That's all I do is look at my TV now and say, make it make sense. Someone just make it make sense. And it is there. The game has to be played. And right now we're not on the board game. We're in the audience watching the board game get played. But luckily we know how the pieces move. So, yeah, bro, I'm I'm, I'm just it's it's it doesn't astound me anymore. Like I expect it now, the hypocrisy, like coach says all the time. We've said it a million times. Do what they do, not what they say. You know, it's just that's exactly Exactly, Billy. And we got another example of that right here as Goldman Sachs has just downgraded their Coinbase stock rating from neutral to sell, expecting $45 per share. Profit will keep declining in quarter two due to the overall sentiment within the entire market, but they're actually laying off over 1,100 employees, which is about 18% of their staff, Mario. I do want to hear from you. People talk about the volatility that's in the crypto market. Well, we're seeing that across the S&P as well. We got stocks like Netflix, PayPal, Coinbase, collapsing 85, 90% on the year. Well, that's actually worse than a lot of the mainstream cryptocurrencies. What catches your attention here? And how do you feel about a lot of these uh, companies being able to IPO before there's even clarity in this market? Yeah, well, I mean, to answer your most recent question uh, with regards to what Brad said, it's used spot on. I mean, if they were allowed to IPO, it's because they were given the, the, the clarity to IPO. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have IPO'd if there was no clarity. Um as far as what Goldman Sachs is staying, saying here, I don't, I don't personally believe it. Uh, when they're telling you to sell, and when they're telling you to buy, typically, those are, those are, those are just the opposite. You want to do the opposite. So um, I don't take that for what it is. Is the market, is the market correcting? Absolutely. Can we correct more? Most likely. But at, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really, I don't really take their word whenever they're telling you to buy and whenever they're telling you to sell. That's just the way I, I vision it. Johnny Crypto, we are going to play another clip from Brad Garlinghouse here, but I just want you to close us off. How do you feel about what Coinbase is going through here? We're expecting crazy volatility. This stock is down over 85% in the last 12 months. What does that say to you, Johnny? You're you're witnessing how the game is played. Think about Coinbase. It starts off in a a pre-IPO. The main shareholders get in at two, three, four, five dollars Build a bunch of excitement. Pump this own bitch all the way up to, I don't know, I think they went IPO at the public at about hit $345, maybe even a little bit higher. Imagine abs, people were buying this thing for $2 inside investors, accredited, what's called accredited investors, right? Not not the normal guy. The normal guy's not allowed to do this, but the accredited investor was buying Coinbase at two, three, four dollars, went all the way up to two. $345. They dumped all the liquidity on the sheep, right? So they're holding the bags at 345 or 300 And now they're just going to let this thing drop to see how far it'll go before retailers say, okay, no, that's it. That's the bottom, right? When they start buying it in. And then they'll rinse, repeat, and do it all over again in 2024 when the next bull run comes. So, you know, if you want to make some money on this one too, but this is how it works. You're, you're just watching it happen. I'm not surprised that. It's exact, and so if anybody owns a pre-IPO, 
Johnny, we're getting a crazy echo. I got to cut you off there, but I do want to continue into our next article because we got so much great information for you guys today. If you're enjoying this XRP content, please show us some love and smash that like button because we're going to continue bringing that. We have a really short clip from Brad Garlinghouse here talking about what XRP is going to be used as in comparison to Ethereum. I actually can't find that clip. So we're going to hop into our next article, which is Ripple introducing a CBDC competition to encourage the XRPL innovation. Ripple has announced that a CBDC innovative challenge with a total prize of nearly $200,000 that's going to allow programmers to build applications capable of running on the XRPL and supporting retail central bank digital currencies, uh, interoperability, and financial inclusion. All of these protocols will need to be submitted by August 25th, and competitors are expected to build and update a fintech payment solution that makes use of central bank digital currencies on the XRPL, creating a solution to take advantage of CBDCs and the interface that many humans will be using going forward. This is very exciting because we know that not only is it going to be a huge development for the crypto space, well, CBDCs, they're going to be live in 2023. As we heard from Jerome Powell announced that last week, Billy, I'd love to hear from you about the future use cases of Ripple XRP when it comes to central bank digital currencies. All this innovation is taking place right before our eyes, yet we're, we haven't experienced any price appreciation. When does that take place? It's going to happen when we get regulations, when we get clarity on it, what what the what what the rules are. I mean, because they already went once and asked what the rule. Hell, they went a couple of times and asked what the rules were, and they told them to go ahead. And now they're coming back again and getting sued. So nothing can happen until we have clear cut rules, boundaries, and guidelines in which companies can act. I mean, it's as simple as that. You, you can't do it. It's just like when you're a kid, you know, and you want to go do something. What's the first thing your parents tell you? Here are the rules. Break the rules. This is what's going to happen. But if you don't even know what the rules are, then you know you're. It's a, it's a free for all, and that's what all the rug pulls and everything else has happened, and everything else is going on. So we got to have clarity, bro. In order, it's for like really, really it's like you're driving on a road. There's no speed limit, and you get pulled over for driving too yes. fast. It doesn't make any sense at all, but that's exactly what's going to continue happening here because they haven't put up a speed limit yet. We still don't have those rules and guidelines about how people are supposed to be operating. So nobody's going to go down that road. Like you're going to have a few of us are, you know, still going to go down the road and everything. But yeah, no, that was a perfect analogy, bro. And it's, it's spot on. So what we have next is Ripple announced a partnership with Bhutan Central Bank, which will employ Ripple's CBDC solution to pilot central bank digital currencies. This is expected to start next year. CBDCs are actually going to be running on the XRPL, Mario. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm going to search for that clip of Brad Garlinghouse so we can get that to our listeners. Yeah, that's super exciting. This is the kind of stuff that the United States, in this case, the SEC, should not be preventing from happening, which is the innovation that Ripple continues to provide. I mean, Ripple has began with a mission to revolutionize the way that money gets transferred around the world. That alone is 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 massive because as we know, the SWIFT, SWIFT system is heavily outdated. It needs improvements and that's what they're aiming to, to, uh, to provide. Now with the CBDCs, it's going to revolutionize the way that the governments issue currency. And if Ripple is going to be at the forefront of that, again, that's massive. They've opened up an office in Canada. I can't help but think, I can't help but to hope that Ripple's innovation doesn't start to move outside of the United States. I would hate to see that happening. And the opening of that office in Canada, I hope that it's just them trying to expand their reach to another country. But I really hope that we don't see them move completely out of the United States and uh, and take their innovation somewhere else.
Hey, well, if they do move out of the United States, it doesn't appear they're going to be going very far because they just opened up an office in Toronto. So I think that's going to be one of the most prevalent places for finance going forward. But I did find this clip from Brad Garlinghouse. If you guys are enjoying all of this XRP content, show us some love and smash that like button. Johnny Crypto was kicked off stream by the global elites. I almost said their name, but he gets upset when I do. We're going to let this clip play and then get comments from the group. Here we go. You know, I think it's very clear that when you buy XRP, you're not getting right title ownership or have governance rights over Ripple, the company. You know, these are any more so than you buy ETH, do you get, you know, ownership over consensus, a, a leading company in the Ethereum ecosystem. So what he said there is that by buying XRP, you get no control over Ripple. You get no control over the actual ecosystem that they're creating. You're just buying the currency that's being used within their economy. Johnny Crypto, back on the live stream, I'd love to hear from you. He compares purchasing XRP to Ethereum. If XRP is labeled as security, what does that mean for Ethereum and ETHgate? Because we want to see prosecution there. I mean, he. this is where he's 100% um, spot on here. So it's, it's one of those things where um, when you buy a cryptocurrency, I, you know, people think when you, when you buy... For example, XRP, I don't know if you can see the coin, probably not. But when you buy XRP, you don't own Ripple. Ripple is the company. XRP is the cryptocurrency used to um, uh, encourage use of the, the blockchain, right? Or in this case, the validator, you know, it's, it's basically a reward for using, incentive for using the systems, right? That's kind of what ETH and Bitcoin are. So... People are very confused about this. So, folks, listen up here. You are not look at this guy. He keeps coming in the chat over here. It's hilarious. But um, you 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 have to make sure that you understand you are not getting the company. If you want to own Ripple, you need to go buy Ripple, and you have to buy it through like a link to um, or something like that. If you want to own it, you don't have rights to Ripple just because you own XRP. So, Abs, that's why the whole argument that the SEC is making that XRP is a securities bullshit because if it was, you would then be owning a piece of Ripple. You would own Ripple's income stream. You would get to earn on Ripple. You understand? So that's why the, the, the SEC argument holds no water. They're so beat in every argument they make, which is amazing that the case is even going on, which tells you something else is going on. But yeah, Brad's spot on. So folks, understand this. When you buy a cryptocurrency, you're not owning the company. If you did, it would be a security. That's not the case. Exactly. I'd love to hear from Billy or Mario. If you guys have any closing comments, that's going to be the end of our XRP discussion for today. And if our fans like that discussion and want to see more of that, show us some love. Hit that like button. Let the algorithm pump this thing out to as many people as possible. And if you're looking for a more deeper, fundamental understanding of the crypto market, the best place to do so was with our team at the 3T Warrior Academy. You get access to every single one of us. We host tons of weekly meetings. And Coach JV gives a live portfolio update every single week. But, Billy, the floor is yours. I think, Billy, do you want me to, do you want me to say something? Yeah, go ahead, Mario. You can have this yeah, what I was going to say is that I think we can argue that in the, the way that Ripple sold XRP back in 2013 or 2014, whatever those those years are, we can argue that in accordance to the Howey test, right, which doesn't apply to crypto. We know that. That's clear, 100%. We can argue that the way that they did it can be categorized as a security. And I think this was what this is all about. But at the same time, we can also categorize Ethereum to have to have been the same way. And the problem is that Ethereum is getting a, a pass and, and Ripple or XRP did not get a pass. So that's something we can we can we can argue. 
It's not that XRP is a security in its current form. It is not. We can all agree that in its current form, it is not a security because it doesn't give you shares of the company. The problem is how it was back then, and the SEC is handling it like they're they, like they would handle a regular a regular company or a regular security. Um, and the Howey test just doesn't apply. The Howey test is not only outdated, but it doesn't even it wasn't even around. Forget about the internet. The internet wasn't built. Digital assets weren't built. This new financial system hadn't been built yet. We're using these same old protocols from nearly a hundred years ago. We are going to hop into our next article for today, which is a Cardano article. As Cardano has become the most actively developed project in the crypto industry, we've heard Johnny Crypto talk about this for, bit, for I think, years now. Johnny, you've been telling me how great Cardano is. And Cardano has shown the highest development activity in the industry, leaving behind such projects as Kusama and Polkadot with over 350 commits made in the last month. Other notable projects such as Ethereum and Solana had more than 270 commits, but Cardano continues to outperform. Cardano is getting bigger every single day. And since the beginning of 2022, it's rolling out a great amount of new projects, updates, and solutions. The update of the staking pool operators on Cardano node 135, the new update makes the most recent node version a candidate for the final mainnet Vasil hard fork release. This is not only going to make it easier to develop on Cardano, it's going to make transactions cheaper and faster going forward. Johnny Crypto, what catches your attention with Cardano here and why are you so involved in this currency? We know it was originally built to take down Ethereum. Do you still believe that to be the case? Well, first of all, after reading this article, I just want to go FOMO in even more. You know, I love Cardano and I told you guys why. Because when I first started researching this and understanding Ethereum and the limits that Ethereum has, um, then I thought, okay, someday somebody's going to replace Ethereum. It has to happen. It's just how the world works. Well, who better to replace Ethereum than the guy who built Ethereum, right? And when I learned that Hawkinson was a key developer on Ethereum and then he left to create Cardano to solve the problems Ethereum had, he now learned. See, the most important thing in life is learning. You have to learn where the where the where the where the where the holes are in the in the design or when you're designing something where the problems are. And then when you've designed it the first time, you know, like, oh, shit, I ain't going to make that mistake. OK, no, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. So then I'm going to design a second version much better. But the nice thing is with Cardano, you started from scratch. So he learned he cut his teeth on Ethereum and now he's going to go and create a better system on Cardano. That's why I like Cardano so much. But here's what makes me bullish about Cardano. There's a difference between liking something and being bullish on it. I'm bullish because I'm seeing all these freaking developers. They're the ones that are going to decide where these apps live. Where the apps live then creates demand. When demand comes, the prices go up. Well, guess what everybody's choosing? All these developers have, for some reason, apps decided that Cardano is the one they want. Don't believe me. Look at the 2021 numbers. Cardano was the number one chosen platform that developers want. So obviously, and I'm not a software guy, but obviously there's something there that developers are seeing that says Cardano makes my life easier. I love developing on this platform. Everybody's choosing it. That tells me it's a super indicator that tells you somewhere down an early indicator that tells you that Cardano is probably going to have a say in what the world looks like in the future. And that's why I love it. Don't buy Cardano because of me, guys. Go out. Do your homework, do your research. You need to like Cardano. You need to understand how it works. And then you decide if you want to buy it. But abs, that's why I love it. Johnny, we always talk about never playing short-term games in a long-term market and never buying an asset based on someone else's opinion. So I want to reiterate that. Make sure you're doing your own homework. Even if these articles that we're showing on this show resonate with you, make sure you take your time 
get your own, develop your own personal opinion before you enter this asset class. Because what will happen is there's going to be shaky headlines that come out around these articles. And if you don't know what you own, you're going to get scared out of a lot of these projects. But I want to kick it to the node defender here. Mario, how do you feel about Cardano? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, we all know that quote, slow and steady wins the race. And this just might be a case of, of, of that exactly happening with Cardano. A lot of people are so frustrated with the fact that they're just slow, so slow with, with the developments. But can it be the ETH killer? We'll, time will tell and we will all see whether it will be the ETH killer or not. Again, just like you just said and then Johnny, make sure you do your research. Invest because you like it, because you've done your research and you understand what they're doing and you believe in their vision and, and their mission and you believe that they're going, there's going to be price appreciation because that's why we were investing in all these things. We're invest, investing in all these different cryptos because we're hoping prices are going to appreciate. We're hoping we're going to change our lives. We're hoping we're going to change mon- uh, make money. So do your research. Don't just invest because you come here and you hear Billy say that XRP is his wife or or Johnny saying that Cardano is his baby, you know, invest because you've done your research and you believe in all these cryptocurrencies and, and then you will sleep good at night. I mean, it's cliche, but that's just how it is. 100%. Thank you, Mario. And we're going to continue into what I believe to be our final article for today, which is that Mark Zuckerberg expects billions of people to use the metaverse, generating massive revenue for his company, Meta. No surprises there that he believes in the metaverse. Their company is putting $10 billion into metaverse development every single year. And this is what Zuckerberg had to say. Our playbook is over time. Our playbook over time has been to build several services that try and serve as many people as possible. You know, you get our services to a billion, two billion, three billion people, and then we basically scale the monetization after that. So what they're trying to do is get their user base trapped into their metaverse platform and then begin to chip away monetarily. I think that's what we're going to see going forward. We hope to basically get to around 1 billion people in the metaverse doing hundreds of dollars of e-commerce each. They're going to be buying digital goods, digital content, and different things to express themselves within the metaverse. Clothing for the avatar or different digital goods for your virtual home will all be included. And guess what? You're going to have to pay money for according to Meta. Last week, we saw Meta, Microsoft, and 31 other companies come together and form the Metaverse Standards Group, which is going to create an interoperable metaverse using one rulebook. We're at a point where you know a company can afford to make some big long-term research investments, and that's what Meta is doing here. I do want to reiterate that Citibank predicted the Metaverse would be a $13 trillion opportunity with nearly 5 billion users by 2030, and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley both said the Metaverse would be worth $8 trillion by 2030. So very excited for that news. Mario, I'd love to start with you. How do you feel about the metaverse development? And what do you think about meta dominating this industry, getting all these users on board and then chipping away at them with fees and expenses? With meta specifically, it doesn't make me too excited just because I think meta is going to be a closed ecosystem. I think we've seen in the past where they've they said that it wasn't going to be a a a metaverse like decentralized in the way that it's it's a crypto metaverse i think that that wallet is going to be their own proprietary wallet it's not going to allow you to send in cryptocurrency and out cryptocurrency um again correct me if i'm wrong but i just it doesn't make me feel too bullish with meta because i feel like they're trying to take this in a different direction as opposed to what we all hope will be a crypto like metaverse but um you know the standards group. I think that's a good thing. Um, can we see? Can we see that be crypto related and and implemented in the same way that Decentraland has done? Let's see. But as far as Meta specifically, it doesn't make me too excited, to be honest. 
It doesn't get me excited, but it does show me that the internet is going through an evolution process right now. And we're moving from a 2D environment into a 3D environment. And what scares me is that a lot of the big tech companies that have control now, well, they want control in the future. It's not surprising, but I don't like the idea that Facebook is not only going to take our data and sell it. Well, now they're going to charge us for goods and services within their platform. Johnny Crypto, why don't you take us home? All right. So this is a very, very interesting thing. So I talk about all time. First follow first, you got first mover advantage and then you have fast followers, right? So this is a different scenario in my opinion. So with, with the Cardano experience I just talked about, that was ETH as the first mover. And you don't want to be the first mover in something that's brand new out the gate because you're going to mess it up. And the fast follower is going to win most of the time. So I think Cardano is going to win in the long run. Uh, but ETH ain't going away. ETH will convert to 2.0 and survive because there's so much built on it. But that's a perfect example where I think the fast follower is going to win. In this space, in the metaverse space, Zuckerberg and Facebook and Meta, whatever they want to call them nowadays, is so damn big. And they already own a big chunk of social media. They're just transitioning it over into a different, um, uh, what do we want to call it? paradigm shift. So they're going to move from a, from a partial, you know, they already have this system in place. Just how it works, how people come together rather than doing it. On a 2D platform, it's going to be in a 3D platform. And being the first mover advantage there is going to be huge for Meta. And they saw it and they jumped into it. And I think they're going to own the space. Now, what's going to be interesting, this is what I want to see, Whether what plays out, is whether they're going to be their own, as Mario said, their own closed-loop Metaverse. or um, Because here's what's going to happen, in my opinion. They're going to be their own closed-loop. And there's going to be a shit ton of these open loop ones outside of them that are all going to connect and come together. Now, if that happens, Meta, you know, you're going to get Sony versus Beta, VHS, Sony, Beta. You're, they don't want that. So that's why they're trying to move first to own it and set the ground on what the Metaverse should be. So they could be the ones that own Ready Player One. But there's going to be so many of these other ones outside of it. I think what's going to happen is Meta will have its own thing. All these other companies will create their own Metaverses. And somehow, somewhere down the road, if those little guys get big enough and they control a big piece of the pie, Meta's going to say, hey, we need to connect this all together, and then they'll open the pipes and bring it in. That's what I think will happen 20 years from now. But I could be wrong, but that's that's what I'm guessing. Amazing. Thank you, Johnny. And we're going to close this thing out the same way we always do, by saying thank you to each one of our guests. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. Thank you to the Node Defender. And thank you to Billy. We are showing you guys a chart that shows us this industry it's just getting started, reaching the bottom of a bear market, and this is the best time to get involved in crypto. We're going to close this thing out the same way we always do. Warriors, rise! We got 238 live listeners out there. Show us some love and hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. Get your shit together, baby. Let's go. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow for Waters Above Crypto. Yes. Thank you, Warriors.